On this episode, On this episode of, Japan, of Japan 2.0, you go to this place, you have to try this food. It, but if I came back, like my Japanese co workers are going to say, Oh, yeah, what, you went there and you didn't have the ramen? Working backwards, okay. the other big <laughs> event we want to talk about is we went to like a quintessential Shibuya K concert, live show. Oh yeah. And uh, you know, Matt and I done a lot of Shibuya K stuff in our time. If you don't Shibuya K, I think this is one of our divisive topics. You know, Shibuya style, some yeah. Some people are not interested. Basically Shibuya K was like a mu- music and lifestyle movement in the early 90s, obviously in Shibuya. Um, biggest acts out of it are like Cornelius Pizzicato 5 Pizzicato 5 Fantastic Plastic Machine who yes. we saw and um, you know there'd be these events and in Kansai we've kind of found where we live because it's you know some in some ways the anti-Tokyo a lot of people aren't that into it here don't really know no, what it it's is it's a small subculture for sure it's a big subculture here I mean I think anywhere right now even if you're in Tokyo 30 years later it's a subculture but, but there, there are things happening. Those, things. those artists are still working on music and stuff. Because it you came know? from there. You yes. Know? We're here. It's definitely a uphill battle. And uh, there's a couple of events. What was this one? It was Westwood. What was it called? This one was called Less Plus. Less Plus. But the one that kind of the big cons I won. Uh, the big cons West I won Mountain was. Drive. Well, West, West Mountain, Mountain, Mountain Drive. Drive is a, a huge one. That's yeah. one that happens every year. And then the other big one was called uh, 3 p.m. OP. Okay. Which is a, a reference to 3 a.m. from uh, OP from uh, Flipper's Guitar, right, so which is getting, one of the famous. Getting deep like, here. Yeah. Basically, this one, like the West Mountain Drive, is that what it is? Yes, like, West Mountain Drive. It's been going on for like 20 years. Yes, it's a, you know, it's it's a like massive annual. one. Yeah. And then, so it's kind of like adjacent to all that. And then the club we were at was called Metro. You know, Metro's one if you're interested in music at all. Oh, my you're gonna God. Wanna, you're going to listen here. This, this is their, the like, 30, 30th year. So it's, like, all these anniversaries kind of colliding into one. And then Corona's happened, so nothing's happened for the last two years. So this was kind of, like, a big return, a big coming out for a lot of things. And then and on that um, weekend, Corona happened again. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was <laughs> yeah. a big Corona boom here. But yeah. what did happen was a Matsuri in Kyoto where this is held. Yeah, and it was just like the perfect, a massive festival, per- perfect storm. You know, like the mood was right. We're walking over to this place, you know, and I had a further walk to Matt, but like, yeah, there's the floats going down the streets. You know, there's which there's, I there, missed. I missed all the floats. Everyone's so wearing Yukata. Right there's yeah. like big, you know, events happening. I'm like, oh man, this is so good. We got really lucky with the weather, as you know. Japanese summers are crazy hot. This is a really cool night, and. um at first, we were kind of worried about this perfect storm because there was a talk, like it should be a K talk before, where Konishi from Piscata 5 and Fantastic Plastic Oh, Machine, it wasn't even him. He wasn't talking. What it, no, him. what it was was Groove Visions. Mm-hmm. So if you watch the, the Fantastic Plastic Machine has a music video called um, uh, Dear Mr. Salesman, one of his best like music videos, one of his best songs. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and Groove Visions is the people who produced the um, video. Okay. So it was a talk from the main Groove Visions guy, who I think he still does like the ready-made like um, mm. books that they release and stuff. Mm. Uh, I think he's a graphic designer and a writer and all this stuff. And he was interviewing uh, FPM. Okay. So yeah. So okay. So it was like a big talk, a retrospective, and uh, that got out a little bit late. And there was like this crazy big lineup, you know, out, out the door, out to the street. Mm-hmm. Uh, Metro is a club that's in the subway station. Oh, I got in itself, like incredible. I was walking down in the subway and I was going back and forth because it looks just like a regular subway station. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't find this place to save my life. And luckily, uh, there was one step to like, there's exits, like, mm-hmm. you know, the exits that take you above ground. And as I was going up the steps, Luckily, I saw, like, this big metal door, and I was like, oh, okay, this has got to be it. But, like, there's no indication that no, Metro is down know, there. This yeah. is my first time going to that club, and I will say, hands down, it's the best venue I've been to in Japan. Like, yeah. I've been to a lot of places, and there's this place like is top. bigger, more flashier places, no, better sound the best. systems or something, you know? But if you want a place that's, like, the right size, you know, probably fits, what, 150 people max like oh yeah yeah if you're totally yeah maybe packed, 200 yeah packed. maybe 200 pack but so it would be a mess for me that's that's a great size so you're you know you can see the stage um the kind of people that attracts there are all walks of life so you get everyone from you know 18 to 70 debatable Matt <laughs> yeah yeah that, there definitely were 70 year olds there i guarantee it what would you say the average age the night we went average age is what uh 50 Four, to 40, I 56 I would say 56, 56 yeah okay. I was gonna say 45 ha- mid mid 50s so for us you know we're not far off from that we're younger than that but you know it's just kind of cool sometimes to not be one of the old people you know in the club yeah to be, sure to be a young person at yeah. our age there were some other young oh, people yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. but yeah I was telling that like this is the best smelling club too there's this, these coconut incense oh, going off all night and it's so good. They gave us this they hand spray us, that uh, was like it was hand, it was hand hand sanitizer. Hand sanitizer. Yeah, I sprayed it all around. Yeah, that yeah, all of, yeah. You're like, no, it's cologne. It's and cool. You got me, yeah. practical joke style. But uh, no, no, it was hand cleaner, and um, that stuff smelled good. Yeah. And so yeah, best smelling club, awesome mix of people, not too big, not too small. Under a, a station. In the, you're in the subway station, yeah. which is it's so called cool. Metro. It's, called it's great Metro, name. Yeah. And it's not, that was all great in itself, right? But, you know, if the music's not good, it wouldn't be good. But I, I think this place, you know, it's called Club Metro. So Shibuya K sometimes is a very diverse genre. Yeah. We've gone to a lot of Shibuya K shows. And people play very oftentimes down-tempo music, which is really, for me, great if I'm doing some homework, doing some studying, cleaning the dishes. I, I love to hear it. But when I'm standing for, like, three or four hours... I don't know. Sometimes you I'm want hard, some party jam. Focusing or feeling energized. Yeah, and I feel like all the Shibuya K DJs that played that night really brought out their most kind of high BPM. Oh yeah. stuff, which is why more I, EDM kind of side of Shibuya K. Right, and there was one guy who went a little too far, maybe in that direction for, for our taste. Yeah, yes. Although the crowd loved him. He yeah, was he was he, he was cool. Oh, and he even played stuff I like, like some breakbeat and stuff that I thought was good. But mostly it was like French French, French house. house. Yeah. <laughs> And, um, but yeah, it was just, for me, out of all the Shibuya K Nights and stuff we went to, it was easily the best one I went to. Yeah. Um, we got to see some real legends. 
Oh yeah. Uh, the two first two guys, we had no idea who they were. The right? first guy is like the main guy behind Second, Second Royal Royal Records, which is a Kyoto-based like uh, record label. Yep. And I recognize Never him because I go into his record store and I see him all the time. Yeah. Cool and, record shop. Yeah. Small. Next time I'll go introduce myself yeah, because yeah, his his set was one of my favorites. And um. The second guy, I had no idea who he was. This guy called him like French man. Yeah. Because he liked the French style and he's playing some yeah. French music, which is a big proponent of Shibuya And then Fantastic Plastic Machine yeah, he blew it out of the park, man. I'll be honest. So his recorded music, I've been listening to him since like 2006, 2005. Mm-hmm. You know, I've been hearing him for a long time. He's a little too sometimes like bossa nova for me. Okay. Um... I, I want to get all the songs. Like I want to play this of what he played that night because what he played that night for me was like, oh man, these are like, you because he's been prolific. He's recorded oh, like yeah, twenty three yeah. years. He did the Olympics. It was like these like, are like he, the Olympics is. He great did the Olympics music. Yeah. I want this like best of that he played. You know because it was yeah. so 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 good. He killed it. And I, you know, I'll I'll admit, like. Fantastic Plastic Machine. His first two albums are some of my favorite, like some of my mm. favorite albums. Like I could listen to those albums over and over. His albums after are hit or miss for me. There's yeah. like one or two songs on him, and I'm like, ah, yeah, okay, I guess, I guess I see where you're going. Mm. But I don't know the way he mixed like some of that newer stuff. The way he brought in like a, you know a couple of songs that we knew and stuff. He yeah. was just killing it. And he not only that, he just seemed like a really cool guy. Where, like, so in pictures, he looks really serious all the yeah. time. He looks a little too artsy in photos. Make, yeah. like, 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 he could be. I, I feel like he's trying to look like a thug sometimes in <laughs> photos. Like, okay. look, look a little too hard. Yeah. But, man, person, he, 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 was he was just humble and, like, and, grace, yeah. graceful and, yeah. and like, uh, gracious. And such a cool guy. Yeah. Yeah. I, I wish I would have met him, you know. I saw that, like, some people I know okay. met him afterwards, you know. Well, he's playing again soon. Yeah, 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 well, yeah, definitely. Yeah. I'll meet him then, for sure. Yeah, yeah I'll yeah. take some records Small. for him to sign. Um, so that was cool. Then I took a kind of interesting turn when we were kind of hoping that Konishi from uh, Pizzicato Pizzicato 5. 5 was going to come. We heard he was there and stuff. We saw him. And sure enough, he came on. And we're like, all right, yeah, awesome, you know. But he did a lot of talking, which for Matt and I, not being Japanese speakers, is, I'll say for me, it was a little bit of a buzzkill. Because, you know, the vibe was going good. Fantastic Plastic Machine was, like, the highlight. And then Konishi from Piscato is coming on. All oh, this is going to be, like, the And we've seen friend. him DJ. And he's, and he's a fantastic incredible. DJ. Yeah. yeah. But he did this thing where he was, like, basically, I thought he was going to be going through, like, the history of Shibuya K. Like, showing, like, records that were, like, very important, which was cool. But he's really focusing on uh, Fantastic Plastic Machine. It was very nice to see him, like, kind of dote on him and give a bit of a history lesson. And Half B, the other guy that was there. And Half B, too. Yeah, but it was a little talky. Like, he just played, like, little snippets from records here and there, you know. And it seemed like he was getting a little old in age and a bit senile, you know. uh, I'm a little concerned, yeah. yeah. I think that he might be um, having a hard time, like, even, even... Like the the audience looking, we're kind of looking around, like what what's going on here? You know, again, we're not Japanese speakers, so we can only assume. Yeah. But it seemed like he was trash talking is probably too severe. Roasting, but he was throwing. Some it was shade, like a roast. It seemed like a roast. Cornelius, Cornelius uh, with the Olympics stuff going on with the Olympics and fantastic was, plastic machine was like. Whoa. Yeah, other people on stage, the crowd was like, eh? like really, huh? What's going? Yeah. Like, some of the things he was saying, again, we couldn't totally understand, but the crowd's reaction was very strong. Not mad, but, like, sh- kind of shocked. Like, yeah, really? surprised. Whatever you're saying about Cornelius. 
and it definitely dealt with the Olympics because they kept saying IOC, IOC, Olympics, Cornelius. If you don't know, Cornelius was a little bit like canceled, I guess. Was better way. There's no better way. Canceled for yeah. uh, six months or a year. Yeah, yeah. for um, some being insensitive to like behavior a as a child. Yeah. But anyhow, we won't get into that too much. But it was kind of a weird moment. There's a great and video about that from Chalk Music. Right, check out Chalk on, Music. Uh, yeah, YouTube. Yeah. Anyway, I left at that point. I think it was like 1.30 a.m. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, all right, this is too much talking. It was fun. Yeah. Hon- honestly, if I didn't have anything to do, if I didn't have a seven-year-old child waking me up in the morning, <laughs> sure. I would have stayed. And I felt like, honestly, we don't talk too much about not speaking Japanese on this podcast or being like a guilt, feeling guilt for that. Yeah. But this is probably the moment where I was like, man, this is some serious... The, in the history books of Shuya K, oh, whatever he's dropping here is hasn't, hasn't been told before. Yeah, yeah. These are some hidden and stuff. And everyone who was there was, like, glued to him. Yeah. Unfortunately for me. I mean, he's a, I mean, he's a figure, legend, like yeah. a, a legend in, in town. But he, and, I mean, before that, he was in the back room, and everyone was just going back there and taking photos with him. Anyone yeah. who knew anyone to get in, you could kind of tell. This is, like, this long line. I got kind of stuck in it, and people were pushing past me for a while. But they're just getting photo ops or you're just going back to meet him for the longest time in, like, the VIP room, you know? And then he comes out. So, yeah, he, he's, like, a legend. I mean, it's kind of like God status in that scene. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it was interesting. So I left in. But Happy local Kyoto. I uh, mean, Happy, yeah, on. after you left, it still him. was another, like, 25 minutes before Happy came on. Mm-hmm. So, like, I mean, you, when you left, I, I was kind of looking at my clock saying, like, oh, maybe I'm... I was getting close to 2 o'clock in the morning right now. Yeah. Am I going to make it? But, man, I've seen half B DJ before. But, like you said, at some Shibuya K mm-hmm. parties, they play a lot of French music mm-hmm. or some weird, like, you know, like, Bossa. like well, not even just... I love Bossa Nova. I love Sambas. I like so, like that kind of Latin music. music style, right? Some of it is a little too, like, uh, a little too mild for my taste. I do think that, like, a little more party is... is is nice in the music, yeah. you know, especially if you're going out to see music. Mm. And um, but man, he knocked it out of the park. I mean, definitely the young crowd was there waiting for him mm. because when he came on stage, like everybody was hopping, and uh, he played um, some Moby. He did like you know a bunch of like uh, is it Moby praise you? Yeah, that's, that's Moby. That's baby. Moby. No, 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 Fatboy Slim. Is that Fatboy Slim? Is it really? I want to praise. Yeah. Is that Norman Cook? Fatboy. Okay, yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah, Fat, he played some Fatboy Slim. He played some Enjoy Music Club, which if you haven't listened to, it's like one of the top, like, sh- post-Neo Shibuya K, kind of like... Wonders. They have an EP that's EP. excellent as well. Okay. And, um, uh, yeah, yeah, he was just awesome. So, uh, man, it was it was such a great Happy, show. Uh, yeah, it was such a great experience. Sometimes he plays the Hawaiian stuff, and... He yeah. did. He did a little bit of that stuff, but he also played a lot of his hits. Like "Rodeo Machine" was probably like his biggest song, and I think even some like people. If you're you're not from uh, Japan or you're not into Japanese music, you might know "Rodeo Machine." It's it's been in commercials and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, if you like music, ah, it was so cool. And I think for us, it was probably our biggest show we've been to since Corona. Time. Oh man, I've been to a couple small. Things what a show! There, <laughs> yeah, it was like one of the best. It was one of the ones I was, like, there, and I was, like, how can I slow down time, you know? Yeah. I was just, like, studying in the room. I was honestly, like, trying. I'm not a big mindfulness person. But I was, like, how do I just, like, capture this moment, you know, without yeah. like, using a phone, without using anything? Like, this is just 
I feel like I'll look back at my time, however long I'm in Japan, more than this, and this will be like one of the top things I did, you know? Yeah. Um, so, such a cool night. I, I'll still always remember people. I was, the people in the room and stuff was oh, so, man. so cool there, you know? There was a pair of twins that was <laughs> fascinating to me. The thing that was cool about this night was there were younger people, like the twins were young, and um, the there and it was cool that they were all into the music they were all taking out their camera to like record like the people as they came on stage mm. and stuff and for me being a fan of this type of music it's good that it's kind of coming back like yeah. you see like a little bit of a younger generation now do we were kind of talking about this earlier where off mic, off mic but yeah. how um some of this music is just like the music these people are the artists that are probably going to inspire like those two music, twins, right? My, yeah, I, they had to be years, something. Yeah. They were very unique. They, cool, they were dressed cool the same. They yeah, had like the same clothes, cool hair. If you know, uh, what's Nigo? Uh, Nigo at Baiting Ape. Oh, Baiting Ape, yeah. His new company. I feel horrible. I'm not remembering now. So, anyway, his new company. They're wearing all all the clothes from them. Yeah. Oh, was it? Yeah, I didn't. Yeah, I I recognize Nigo's that, but yeah. But it's just there's a lot of interesting people in there, and it's cool to see that yeah some of that culture will continue going, you know, and even just look listening to like the EDM kind of culture because I don't get around that too often because yeah. I'm a, on a little more on the hip hop side of things. Like guilty pleasure, but I kind of really like the EDM stuff they're playing. Oh, I, it's the best stuff. It's the yeah. stuff I like from the '90s. You know, yeah. like I haven't listened to a lot of that stuff, like the Norman Cook and the Moby and the. They're playing that yeah. just, Justice and Daft Punk. And stuff yeah, too, Daft Punk, you know. but, but blending it in with more Shibuya K kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So, anyway, that was a super cool night. Um, it's just kind of great to do that stuff again going back more we took some trips uh changing topics but i went yeah. to tokyo we went to fukuoka yes we are talked about fukuoka before um so how'd you like fukuoka yeah um fukuoka is an island kind of to the south of kyushu. Uh, kyushu yeah and uh so it was a very awesome trip we we oh wow that cicada just died yeah <laughs> um uh yeah my wife and i we just were like hey let's take a quick trip you know and and luckily domestic travel is still pretty cheap and um airbnbs are still pretty cheap Mm -hmm. uh because corona still and uh yeah man it was such a cool place uh it's kind of a newer you could tell it's kind of a newer city like the subway stations and everything are you know, it looks like they were built in the, in the 90s, maybe. Mm. But they have, like, a, it's a really classy kind of medieval kind of vibe in the uh-huh. stations. Like, the main station, T- Tengen Station. And, um, yeah, we, it, we had, you know, a good time walking around and trying out all the cafes. And uh, so, so many cool cafes. Mm. Uh, very young. You know, that was one of the things that it was new and young. It, was, it felt like a new city kind of built on a grid. Not everything's new, hmm. but a lot of it is. And um, there were so many young people. And I was just like, wow, this must be where the, all the young people come to, like, you know, st- live, you yeah, know? Yeah. Like, uh, it was kind of interesting because usually you go around to, like, you know, Osaka. It's, you know, it's pretty aged, you know? Like, you got a lot of older people, you know, Osaka, a little, yeah, old, uh, sure. very big. Especially where I live, you know, it's a lot of bull places I've lived hmm. have been very old. Um Suma sometimes feels pretty old, you know, at times. Not always. Off, off the yeah. beach is old. Off the beach. Beach is young, but yeah. Um, you know, uh, so it was cool kind of being in a place that felt like it was very vibrant, you know. Mm. Um, uh, they're known for ramen. 
So we yeah. tried their like main ramens. Kapta ramen. Yeah, yeah. The donkatsu stuff comes from there. Yep, we tried the donkatsu ramen. We had some really good donkatsu Was ramen. Was it any different? Because for me, I mean, I think I've talked about this before, but kanzai ramen I find follows Kyushu ramen more than it does Kanto style ramen. Yeah, like, Tokyo is more shoyu, or you get some citruses out there. Uh, Hokkaido's miso. I think I like probably. I like like a, a fusion or a mix, but donkatsu is probably, in terms of the broth and stuff, my least favorite. It's just a little heavy to eat. It's regularly. very greasy. Although I find the the pork that's in the donkatsu is usually my favorite pork. The um, best. But overall, when I eat something on the daily, I'm probably going to prefer more like a, a shoyu garlic or something. So the, my my thing when I went I went to Fukuoka for just one night on a business trip, so I wouldn't ever be able to do a podcast on it yeah but i of course did the ramen when i was there i found just the ramen place i went to it just tastes exactly like anything i'd find where i'm from in, yeah in kobe so we went to the chain that's the most popular they have like four or five places in uh fukuoka i can't remember the name sorry but if you look it up you could probably find it and um the thing that was it was very light tonkatsu broth mm. like it was lighter than the usual so we did two ramens on that trip. I found another place that had the, um, I forget what they call it. You're going to tell me immediately. They made a ramen with, out of, are you all right? No. <laughs> stay with us, David. Stay with us. Here, what kind of ramen? Uh, they, you know, they, um, oh, what do they call it when they make the um, coffee in the... Um, Siphon? Yeah, siphon coffee. Mm -hmm. So they do siphon uh, dashi stock, which oh, is wow. like, you know, a stock made of like uh, fish. petrified fish, yeah. smokes fish. Mm -hmm. And uh, we went to those two places. That one seemed to be like more of an artisan place. Mm -hmm. And uh, to be honest, though, the donkatsu one went out. Okay. It was just better ramen, you know? Would you say, though, it's like anything you couldn't get here? Like in Osaka or Kobe? No, I, I feel like if you search hard enough, you can find a really good bowl of ramen in Osaka. You, right. you don't have to go far, yeah. far for that. I guess that. it's the kind of thing where it was born out of here. You know, it's like where it came from. Yeah. Fukuoka. So it's like, okay, it's interesting it came from here. but Once again, it's that, that part of the, the advertisement, right? Like, I mean, you go to this place. You have to try this food. That's, it, but if I came back... Like my Japanese coworkers are gonna say, "Oh, yeah, what you went there and you didn't have the ramen?" And I would have been right. like, well, "Here's oh, okay. the thing with soup curry in Hokkaido. Soup curry is <coughs> very, very hard to find where we live. It's not common. For example, I've been Kobe, a city of two million people. I've never seen soup curry. Does it exist? Yeah, there's probably one or two places. I've not found them yet, and I'm a big curry lover, right? Whereas in Hokkaido, it's extremely prevalent. You find it in soup curry all the time. You know, Hakata donkatsu ramen." It's a dime a dozen where we live. So yeah. it's on every corner already. I mean, any so, any prefecture is going to have a million places that right. do this type so of that's ramen. That's the thing I'm kind of confused by. Yeah, okay. I don't I don't know what the appeal is. Maybe the noodles are thinner. You know, there's yeah, always yeah, yeah. something, right? But to be honest, the noodles weren't that great. Yeah. And uh, my least favorite part of the ramen. And then, um, yeah, it was... It was it was good. It was good. Yeah. What about uh, you know Yatai? You tie our street stalls. So yeah, I do have a story about that too. So yeah, there's there's a very famous area. It's kind of like there's a canal. It's like a canal. There's a big mall called Canal Street, and it's kind of like Namba Parks in Osaka. Like this massive mall that's really a cool design, 
and they do all these uh, fountain shows, mm. which were actually really cool. There was really strong fountains, you know, the mm. fountain show. Yeah. yeah. And, um, and it's free. It's just in the middle of this uh, shopping center. Mm. And then alongside, there's all these stalls. And I said, well, we can't come here and not try, like, the canal stalls. Yeah, yeah. And so as we were walking along it, we realized, one, it's not the food that my wife really goes for, which is like street foods, ramen, you know, um, uh, yakiniku, Mm. uh, you know, all all the fried like stuff you get. I mean, it's common fried food here in street stalls in Japan. And, um, And so there was nothing that was super appealing to us. But the other thing was... One, it's not. There's no tourists right now, mm. so that's not good. We stand out like sore thumbs. Oh. And two, they're really trying to get people to come in. Like they're really like, come on, come on over here. We're ready. You know, come in. You know, we have English menu. You know, don't worry about it. Mm. And I was, it was just too pushy. You know, oh, and yeah. and we felt like when we we got there, we would have been like the center of attention right, and. Right, right. You know, it was it was a little much. I've always found that a place is hustling you to get in Japan. It's probably not good. You know, the good, Usually, place, the yeah. good places don't need to hustle you to right. get in. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> the things about the uh, Thai, again, I was there for one night, but I've also read up on them too. They're really expensive. So you think you're in these little it street, looked you're in these real, too, little yeah. street stalls. Yeah. The reason to go is it's going to be cheap. You yeah, in the restaurant, you like want food, street like food, like a food truck or yeah. something, right? And that they're kind of more expensive than restaurants because I guess it's like a tourist appeal. <clears throat> but I also heard they're dying and there's not many left. So there's a French one that's really famous. It's a French guy. Uh-huh. They have French food in there. But, okay. Yeah, I didn't see him. Yeah. <clears throat> Yotai. I think, sure. I don't know anything about French food either. So whenever okay. I go to buy a French restaurant, I'm like, I don't know how to order anything. Mm. I have to take you to Did I take you to the one I like in Kyoto? No. Okay. Anyway, I, I'll show you sometime. But, oh, um, the wine place. It was more like drinking, the one that we went to. We had Frog yeah. Raw. Yeah, that's the one. That's one. Yeah, it was good. Um, <clears throat> but, yeah, Yatai, I think, are kind of overpriced. That's my biggest issue. But, yeah. Yeah, so we but, ended but up going food. We we ended up going across the street to this, like, like one of these, like, hoity-toity kind of, like, restaurants. Mm. And they had a view. They were like, oh, you want to sit on the balcony? And we were like, sure. And so we sat on the balcony <laughs> seeing the the river and looking at all those stalls was people were eating there and stuff and it was a really magical time but yeah but but fukuoka it's very it's very small so like if you want to go on a trip and spend some time in a japanese city and go from one end to the other i mean it's just like it's good to go sometimes to these smaller places Mm -hmm. because you could just see so much you know you could try so many restaurants you go to all the museums like we had. We went to the, like the Museum of Contemporary Art, came out, went to a bunch of cafes, you know, and mm. it was just like a really laid back vibe. You want to talk about your favorite restaurant there? The shoot, my favorite, one of my favorite Japanese bands. Is yes. Did you, so did you hide in that one secretly? No, I, I, I won't hide it. No, Japan 2.0 <laughs> listeners. I'm not going to be over there all the time. You know, Japan 2.0 <laughs> listeners can blow up the spot. Say right. Japan 2.0 sent you. But there's a place called Fishman's. And uh, it's Fishman. Sometimes they spell it Fishman. Sometimes they feel it, spell well, it Fishman's. Yeah. yeah. And if you know us, you know that there's a band that we listen to yeah, called, called the Fishman's. Fishman's. And uh, I thought, wow, that's a cool name for a, a sushi place. Because they were known for having the sushi tower 
that they only sell 10 a day. And, um, and I was like, oh, that sounds cool. And then I went on their website and they were just like, oh, we love Toate, which is one of my favorites. <laughs> on the website, Shibuya K. Was, yeah, yeah. Shout out Toate. Yeah, they, they were like, oh, we're playing. They said like a little write up. I think it was like their Instagram, like okay. on their feed or something like yeah. that. And it said, um, oh, we're we only playing Toate because the vibe is so good and it fits, you know, our feeling. <laughs> And I, I was like, oh, I got to check out this place. It's a, a must go. You know, yeah. I don't usually do that on like a trip like this. Mm. And I said, no, we got to go one day. Let's put aside a time. I want to check out this place. Yeah. And sure enough, it was just one of those places that had so much going on on the inside in a good way. Um, everybody working there seemed like they were like on fire. You know, they were mm. just like, good I think they only have a limited menu. And we got ended up getting the tempura plate. So because you didn't get the one out of the ten. I, we were a little late in the oh, day, okay. and it seemed pretty pretty busy. Yeah. Um, but sure enough, like great music. Toate was, was it only Toate. It wasn't only Toate, oh, yeah. but Toate was, was definitely was played. Yeah. And it, it, you know how that sometimes in the the places where you wait, they have a little rack and they'll have some magazines where they uh, they, they had Toate records in uh, there, and I was like, this place is great. Wow. Uh, yeah, one nice. was a forty five. Yeah, nice, nice, nice. and. Um, but yeah, the people working in there, you like the guys in the back, you know, it's like they were old, old time. Mm. Like they've been working there for years or working in a kitchen for years. Yeah. And I mean, the, the pudding, this, once again, like the pudding came out and I was like, I'm so sorry I didn't order that because it looks so good. Emily got it or? Oh, we didn't end up like getting it. Too? No, but the, they got it. Yeah. Next time I go back, I'm getting, I'm getting Fishman's it. Yeah. Fishman's. So if you go to uh, Fukuoka, you got to hit up Fishman's. For sure. Yeah, yeah. Very cheap, too, for the fancy, fancy kind of... Not fancy, but like a really cool mm. experience, dining experience. Um, you know, you can't beat the price. Flavor was good. Flavor was on point. As much as I'm a city person, <clears throat> I want to go to Fukuoka. I think things Fukuoka are known for is having a young energy, like Matt said. And then also... Um, you know, Kansai, where we live, is known for very like passionate, funny, laid-back people. But Kyushu is like more the passionate side. You know, it's still southwestern Japan or western Japan. Western. Very, very passionate. Almost like a, if you're going to stereotype or generalize, it's kind of like Korea. So again, people are going to show anger, you know, or they're not going to hide their emotions. Mm. They're going to show love as well, very, very openly. A little more in your face. A little more in your face. That's exactly right. I heard like Kyushu taxi drivers, you know, are like kind of feared by like Tokyo people and stuff. Like, oh, okay. taking a taxi there, they yeah. think kind of like scary how they drive and things like that. Yeah. So there's that. But getting out of Fukuoka, <clears throat> um, some interesting things. Again, I'm not gone, but reasons why I really want to go to uh, Kyushu around the topic is there's a place called Beppu, B E P P U, and uh, they're known for like a big onsen town. They actually like. Onsens are one of the like areas is called like hell, H E L L. Even in Japanese, I'm not sure where that comes from or why that is. It's pretty fitting for extremely hot water to be called like sure, hell, yeah. be- bepu hell. But um, yeah, the onsen towns there are just like full of smoke. You know, you just see like smoke coming everywhere. And I think it's like, don't quote me on this one, but probably like top three, top four places for like onsen uh, towns oh, yeah. in Japan. Although you know it's very very south, so it's pretty hot in Kyushu. For me, I like cold, cold weather onsens, you know. So <clears throat> I'm not sure. If you went in the winter, you'd be all right. Yeah, in winter, would you'd be, be all straight. Right. That's right. There's a big some volcanoes down there, you know. Um, so anyway, 
Uh, Kyushu's got a lot of kind of cool nature and stuff once you get south of Fukuoka as well. Um, big Capital fan on the show. I talk about Capital a lot. Mm -hmm. Capital has like a pog. Shout out to Pogs, 90s uh, Pogs, children's yes. game. Yeah, if you don't, listener, if you, you don't know what a Pog is, <laughs> you're just stop young. Stop listening to us and just go yeah. look up Pogs. And look up Pogs. You'll never come back. Yeah, Pogs are amazing. Capital gives you these little Pog type things when you go to each of their stores. And when you collect them all, you get like a gift. And I don't, they are kind of mysterious about that gift. I don't know what it is. But there's only one capital I've not been to to get the pog from to get the gift, and it's the. Uh, it's that one. It's the Fukuoka one. Oh, so, okay. I Listeners, anybody want to send us? I could have cheated not giving you our gift. Matt to get it, but it's yeah. right in that area. What's it called Tenjin? Or? Oh yeah, the Tenjin. Yeah, it's yeah. Right there, I must have yeah. been right by the capital. So. Uh, I usually mark the capital, but because um, in a, any city, because cool usually it's the coolest it's cool part of town. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so that's my last one to get. So yeah, I get to Kyushu eventually, but. Um, yeah. And I think it's the last of our hodgepodge of topics. It, yeah, I'm sure Tokyo, there's... But I don't have that much to report on. Same old, same old Tokyo. It's great, you know? Yeah, I so. mean, we really just wanted a podcast to, like, catch up with people. I know we haven't been podcasting as regularly. We, I mean, we're razzing you about that, you know, in the beginning. Yeah. But, um, you know, uh, we're still here. We're still trying to do podcasts for you guys. We still want to do more. Yeah, we want to get that, that music podcast, I'm sure... Hopefully by the before summer's over we can do one, Maybe and um, yeah I'm down yeah, uh, and uh, yeah I mean we just wanted to touch base with our podcast listeners and um, things are slowly getting back to normal but like I said you know the the numbers the COVID numbers are coming back up so some things are starting to like not shut down but it seems like less people are getting out now and uh, you know. There's some hesitancy. I'm waiting for my I'm, next booster. I've not noticed any hesitancy, to be honest. Just keep it balanced. I feel like things are full swing. Everything's... Yeah. Besides our trip to Minnow today, <clears throat> everything's been packed that I've seen. Yeah. Like crazy, busy, packed everywhere. Lines at the door. Not for yeah. you? Yeah. No, no, it is, but it does seem like some people are, are starting to... <laughs> oh, we got bubble fighters. I like this. Oh, yeah. Um, literal bubbles flying by us. Yeah. You got some of that Kanzai bend in your ears, people. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. Like, uh, it seems like people, maybe like events and stuff are, are kind of getting a little slower. I don't know. Like, you know, whenever this happens where the numbers go high, it does seem like there there is a little, it's a little quieter okay. out and about. I feel like everyone's just ignoring it. There's no, like, uh... The numbers are higher than ever before, but there's no, like, uh, lockdowns or time. No, the government hasn't, yeah. yeah, the government hasn't, like, asked for people to wear, they just to ask people to keep their masks on, and that's about it. Don't use But it's just, like, a very... That's a separate one. Oh, yeah, the, the lights off in the convenience off, stores, yeah, yeah lights out everybody. Yeah, that's a different issue. Yeah, but, um, yeah, no, it's... It's nice to just get back into podcasting, especially outside on this hot summer like this. It takes us back to like our early podcasting days, David. We got the local sounds for you. Hopefully, you don't get the wind sound. We don't. We don't ever really try to get that one, but yeah, like having uh, people talking in the background and the cicadas, the cicadas, the ghosts, the, the ghost bugs that we heard. I wish you could see the stars. This is a rare time I can remember seeing the stars in Osaka. Oh yeah. Well, we're closer to Minnow, so Have there's seen another stars thing. Like this in Osaka? Occasionally, yeah. not not where I live, not where the the light pollution's so bad. But. All right. Well, we mentioned 
I think there's a lot of music opportunities in this episode. Oh, we talked about so much, right? Yeah. Should Mini just, mix? <laughs> should we just splice, splice some in, or do we need a song on the show? What do you think? Uh, you know what? I would say, I would say um, that East End, you know? Yeah. East End and Yuri. Right, I think Dione. we got to... Uh, we could do Dione. Dione is like the big hit. Yeah. Um, you know, so Dione is uh, Kanto Ben. Kanto. Yeah. And oh, they made like a Kanzai one. Okay. So they that song was such a big hit. Apparently uses uh, Tokyo dialect Dayane. Yeah. And don't call. Um, we're not the Japanese podcast at all. But I think like the Kanto version of that is like Sorone or something. They recorded another version just for Kanzai. Oh no way! Using Kanzai dialect. Oh, if I have that, I'll, I'll try to put that on. But yeah. if not, I have. I definitely have Dayane. Oh yeah. You know, multiple versions you, of. So. Yeah, they got man. They're. They're like a very they're pop un- pop group. But they're underrated. Lot, they got a yeah. lot of good songs, in my opinion. Oh man, they they have this B side song on that because um, they had. I, I guess they came out with like an EP, and mm. then they came out with like a uh, Demi Soul Part yeah, Two. Like they had Demi Soul One, which is like the EP. You that for like five bucks on vinyl. It's I, awesome. Yeah, man. it's incredible. Yeah. So I have both, and the first one, um, and it's colored vinyl. It's yeah. just Mar- like gray. Mar- it's un. That's marble, though, right? it's, it is nice though. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's better than just black vinyl all the time. But um, uh, but there's a song called Boots, like boots. these boots. It's about like the boots they're wearing. It's like kind of like a pre, like, kind of like a Timberland kind of kind of song. And um, <clears throat> uh, like my timber timbers on my toes. This yeah. is how it goes, you know. <laughs> so um, yeah, that song's really good, okay. and it's on that that first version. You should play that. Which is great. You should play that. Is it play the deep cut. Play the deep cut. Yeah, if you guys want to find the other East End and Yuri songs, you could you could find too, those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But this one is a deep cut, so right. please enjoy. See ya. Peace. Every day, I'm going to go to the house. 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 I'm going to go